You're listening to the Beside the Badge podcast with your host, Paul Bunker, veteran chaplain and friend to law enforcement. Welcome back to another episode of Beside the Badge. I am your host, civilian police chaplain, Paul Buckner. And uh, today we're going to talk about something that is a painful topic, uh, but it's something I think that really bears talking about. And that is that you cannot find your whole identity in the badge as a police officer. And what does that look like? Um, and, and by the way, it's easy to do. You get out of the academy, you're rocking and rolling, and you find your entire identity in being law enforcement and it's, they call it having a blue flame that you're just ready to rock and roll. And that's having a healthy appreciation for your job and a love for your job is a good thing. Um, if you, if you ride around, uh, with your department, even when you're not on duty, which some departments will and won't let you do, but I've seen officers that do that. It's part of the excitement. You're so excited about being in law enforcement, but I've talked to quite a few officers who are like, you know, I was neglecting family time. I was neglecting friends. I was neglecting other relationships. And I was going in early. I was leaving late on purpose. I was becoming the police version of a workaholic. And that is so easy to do, identifying too heavily with the badge. Um, We've all teased somebody. We've all known the volunteer firefighter who had to wear the volunteer firefighter outfit everywhere they went and have the radio on them. Um, even sometimes a great, great distance away from home. We can identify too closely with something. And now imagine that your entire identity is wrapped up in having a badge, being a police officer in this instance. And then suddenly, because of a medical injury, like a disability, you've, you've been disabled by the job, you've been, you've been permanently injured, and you're not able to fulfill your duties as a police officer any longer how do you move forward? Because you've identified so heavily with the badge. And um, I I talked to a young man recently who's got a very healthy perspective. One of the things that he said to me that I really, really appreciated was, um, he said, I work as a police officer. I'm not a police officer all the time. And I get that. And I respect that. Because what he was trying to say was, I have other things I do. And I, and I enjoy, I love being a police officer. It's my calling, or at least it is at this point in his life is what he's trying to say. But I'm, I'm not, I am not a police officer. I work as a police officer. And we see this in other areas. Um, law enforcement isn't the only place um, where we see this in, in the military. We see people who, um, they, they so absorb and identify with their identity as someone who's in the military and this is part of the culture, and this is part of where I'm going with this. This is part of the culture of the military is it's immersive. It's completely, it's a complete identity. And it, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but we have to be able to separate ourselves from that because what happens when we get up one morning and we're no longer a soldier, a sailor, a Marine, or an airman? What happens when we get up one morning and we're no longer a firefighter, an EMT, a paramedic, or a police officer? it's really dangerous to identify too closely with the badge. And I've seen people who go from, I am a, I am a police officer and I'm here to enforce the law. They become, they become, I am the law to, to, uh, do Stallone from judge dread. 
and it becomes it becomes a dangerous thing and i'm not saying that they become dirty or they become bad i'm just saying it can become a thing that's so consuming if we can't separate ourselves from that and i've talked about before where you and we're going to talk about that in the next episode but i've talked about before where you need you need friends that are not law enforcement you need friends that have normal people stress and a great perspective on stress is when you're listening to your spouse let's say that you're a police officer and you're listening to, listening to your spouse to your your boyfriend girlfriend to your to your parents to your friends who are not cops who are not firefighters when you're listening to them talk and they're talking about stress instead of going that's nothing you don't have a clue what stress is stress is stress but you're used to a whole different kind of stress instead of dismissing it or one-upping it i had somebody teach me this pause for a moment and go ah that's what normal people stress is like that's what normal stress is like somebody yelled at me at work and it hurt my feelings or it bothered me or it made me mad or i got mistreated by somebody at work you know um, little tommy was was being a brat at school today that's normal people stress and i've literally talked to officers that are like i'm grateful that i didn't get urinated on uh and that no one puked on me i'm grateful that no one threw up in the back seat of my car i'm grateful that i didn't have to clean out the back of my squad car i'm grateful that i didn't have to do cpr on somebody that i know was dead today that's a totally different type of stress but being able to stop and bracket that and i likened this uh this way to a gentleman recently that i was talking to uh, a really neat guy and he was talking about stress and dealing with different things and i said you know and he's a fighter he's actually fought um competitively and we were as we were talking about life and god and, and coping with things that happen to us because life comes at us life comes at us fast and hard we're in this conversation i said you, you've been in the ring fighting somebody and you you see the punch coming and you can't block it is basically the way i unpacked that for him and i said and you can either get hit and and it can tweak the jaw and it and the nerve gets hit and it knocks you out and you hit the floor or you can roll that punch off you can roll that punch off and he's like yeah yeah i know what you're talking about absolutely <laughs> and i said well life's like that perspective is everything and i think i truly believe from the time that I've spent beside the badge, that if we can find a way within the first responder community to go, I work as a police officer, I work as a firefighter, I work as a name the first responder position, um, but it's not who I am, it's what I do. Um, you know, I am a evangelical Christian. I believe that Jesus came to earth and died for my sins on the cross. I identify as a Christian. I identify as a Christian who is a police chaplain. Um, I, I work uh, for no money. I, I volunteer as a civilian police chaplain. Um, that's my passion. It would break my heart if it was taken away from me, but it's not who I am the same way that, that I think it would be dangerous to identify that way. Um, you know, I if, if I had to do something different, I could find a way to volunteer and make a difference and help people aside from being a chaplain. It'd be very hard for me because I've really fallen hard for being a police chaplain. Um, 
I'm headed to the Academy. My plan is this fall to start the Knight Academy. And I'm, I said in the last episode, I'm still working out some of the finances. Uh, so say a prayer for me, but I'm really looking forward to uh, being able to work even more closely with the men and women that I serve as a, as a chaplain. Um, and I will have to be careful not to identify too closely with the badge. And I've, I've watched that in myself and in others um, when they see somebody break the law and they're off duty and how they respond to that. And if it's a minor thing, I mean, somebody does something minor in traffic or something, um, we can get to the point that we identify so heavily with what it is we do that it can become dangerous. And this is where people can go to the extent of severe depression or even suicide when that gets taken away from them. Um, and we have to be careful, in my opinion, that what we do is done not only in the service of others, but done in humility. Um, we are not King Kong, and we're not there to stomp around and, and how do I say this? I'm searching for the words. Oh, Lord, give me the words. How do I say this? Well, I think what we need to do as people is to do what we do in humility. It's, it's not Paul Buckner that makes this big difference as a chaplain make a little difference but it's god working in me okay there's that aspect of humility but then within the law enforcement side of things i think it's very good and very wise to very carefully look there's a lot of power that comes with the badge and I think it, that power needs to be worn lightly. That authority needs to be worn lightly. And what I don't mean is be soft on crime when you need to get somebody. I don't. Well, I don't mean that. I mean not to be arrogant about it. And uh, I can't remember the movie, but there was a lady that talked about a man who wore his power lightly in that movie, and I've never forgotten that because we should wear our power lightly and realize that we we serve at the pleasure of our community um i know a police officer that early in his career really had a big chip on his shoulder and this is him saying this these are his words not mine and he lost his job because of how he treated people and by his own words he deserved to lose his job and he did and it was later that he realized with some growing up some maturity uh that he had made mistakes and that they had cost him his job. And he was able to come not only to grips with that, but able to make some changes in who he was and how he did his job that greatly impacted positively his career. And he's actually done amazing things in his career. When he unpacked that for me that day and explained to me what had happened, I had no idea. I didn't know him from that era. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So let's do a quick sponsor break and then we'll we'll kind of wrap this thing up. So if you if you're new to the podcast and you don't know, I am blessed to have three sponsors. And so I have John Lee O'Reilly with um, with General Response. And I can't say enough about the guy. I consider him a personal friend. I have yet to meet him, but he teaches as a retired police officer. He teaches the most amazing interactive de-escalation. And anybody who understands how training under stress works understands that the, the only way to perform under that stress when, when seconds matter and lives are in danger, the only way to perform under that stress is to be trained under that kind of stress. I've trained under stress and it has an amazing impact on how we function. And de-escalation has never mattered than it does now in the entitled society that we're in. Uh, secondly, got your six coffee. And so uh, my buddy, uh, 
my buddy Eric Hadley with Got Your Six Coffee, and uh, I need to get another cup filled up. Uh, I can't say enough about this guy either. Um, blessed to have him as one of my sponsors, and he uses the power of award-winning coffee to change the lives of EMTs, paramedics, firefighters, police officers, and our veterans. Check him out on social media. Tell him Paul Buckner said to say hi. And uh, thirdly, Matt Combs with Shield Force International, um, firearms training, uh, surviving the ambush, mindset, hand-to-hand -hand training, um, defending against knife attacks, a lot of mindset, great training. Check out Shield Force International uh, and tell my buddy Matt Combs that I said hi. So coming back, not identifying too heavily with the badge, um, I think a person, when they do some soul-searching, um, and this is where in the next podcast episode, we're going to talk about the power of, of hobbies and having these hobbies uh, and what they do for us as people, uh, because so little, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to give away too much of the secret sauce from the next podcast episode, but so little of what an officer does actually has closure and actually has finality to it and actually has success. It's not like these episodes on these, on these TV shows where we see these cop dramas and detective dramas where they neatly wrap the whole thing up in 45 minutes. So little of law enforcement is like that. A lot of officers have questions that linger and unanswered questions and unsolved crimes and things that they've, they've struggled with for years that have stayed with them for their career. But not identifying too closely with the badge. And part of that is, again, going to those friendships and having hobbies and things that are outside of the badge and, and positive coping mechanisms for when things go, go bad. And another aspect of that is gut checking oneself in certain environments and going, am I, like I had a young man tell me, and he made some life changes, he found himself getting angry when he got to work. Before he got to work, like on the way to work, he was like, like preparatory anger, like he was getting angry on the way to work. And he, he stopped and was like, why am I doing this? Like he realized that the, the job was running him. He wasn't running the job. That's an important thing. Mindset, perspective is everything. Are we taking it on the chin and getting knocked out cold? Or are we rolling it off and continuing the fight? And, um, you know, we live in a society where people sue police officers because the person got a speeding ticket. Um, I know of an officer that this lady went to his department and complained, and I've said this in, in prior podcast episodes, I've mentioned it at least one other time, probably two or three, and she goes to like his chief of police and the mayor, and she's like, what kind of a police officer? I mean, what kind of a police officer pulls a woman over alone in a car by herself at 1030 at night? What kind of a police officer? And when they told me this, I started laughing, and I'm thinking, one that's doing his or her job. So she got pulled over for breaking the law, but because she's an entitled little Karen, she tries to get this officer in trouble. She wants revenge on the officer because she broke the law. And that is the kind of thing where perspective is so important. Um, they teach some pretty good self-defense to a lot of police officers in the academy and being able to deflect a blow. It's an old saying, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but there's an old saying in martial arts out of Asia that a, that a, like a pound of pressure can deflect a thousand pounds of force that you're able to deflect it away. And when I took some Aikido a hundred years ago, uh, we called that blocking, blocking a strike or whatever. And there's a lot of power to that, to be able to keep that perspective 
And for some people, it's a saying. For some people, it's a motto. They've got a thing that they look at, a little thing that hangs in their office. There's a little place in their locker that they look at that and they go, yeah, that's why I do what I do. And then being able to turn it off. And I, I don't mean be a jerk all day or night at your shift and then just go be a nice person. I mean, being able to go, I did the best I knew how to do with some really tough situations. I'm not sure what to do with some of the things I've experienced. Um, that happened to me. Um, but I've got a beautiful wife and beautiful kids. I'm going to go home to them. I've got this wonderful relationship that I'm going to go home to. Very, very important to be able to keep perspective. And I would say, um, there's a little saying behind me on the wall here, right there. If you're unlucky enough to be looking at my ugly mug on the video version of this, it says integer, which goes back to Latin. It basically means whole or complete. We'll talk more about that in the next episode, but we need to be able to find ways within the first responder community to be whole and complete, to be the husband, the wife, the father, the mother, the brother, the sister, to be able to be there for a family, to be able to enjoy social gatherings and to, um, to not um, crawl back into the recesses of our mind, of our homes, to, to not only associate with other police officers or other firefighters. We need to find ways that are constructive, that are not, and, and the coping mechanisms are positive. They're not depressants um, where people, um, sometimes they drink too much when something happens because that's a way for them to let go. Or, or it's a culture, this is, happens a lot in the military, that the culture that, that we find ourselves surrounded by in the community that we're part of, um, you know, military, whatever, that the part of the celebration when you're in your off time is getting schnockered drunk. Alcohol is a depressant. A little bit of alcohol, you do you. You do your thing. I have an addictive personality. I drink exactly zero alcohol because I don't need it. Uh, and I'm afraid I would be a gutter drunk just because of the way my personality is. Um, I don't want to be that guy. But that's another thing that needs to be very careful of is how are we perspective and what are we coping? Are we, we don't want to be that person that climbs into a bottle. And um, I've had friends that have done interventions with other friends in the community going, you're starting to concern me. You're starting to scare me. Um, and, and we need to be willing to look at those situations and go, mm, I'm drinking too much. Oh, I'm doing this too much. Oh, I'm avoiding people. And volunteering is one is an amazing, powerful way. And you don't have to tell people what you do. You can go to an environment and work in a soup kitchen in another town, in another city where they don't know you. And you're in there working with people and or you volunteer with a church somewhere. That's a great outreach. I know quite a few officers that do that. And you don't have to do that in a security capacity. You can do it as a greeter. Maybe that is or isn't your personality. You can, you know, be taking out the trash, which probably resembles law enforcement a little too much. But um, but you can do those things that will help you to to be able to keep that perspective, to be able to keep to help you distance yourself from what you do a little bit for some healthy healing, to have some positive downtime, and it's not all gaming or it's not all whatever and help you to build those relationships. A lot of people, I know a lot of people, they have hobbies that they do with their spouse. Some people garden. It's not my bag, but it maybe is theirs. Some people, they walk, they hike. They, I know people that canoe. 
But again, I'm giving a little bit of the secret sauce away from the next episode. So on that note, let's pray out this episode and, uh, and I'll have some of that secret sauce for the next episode. So dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for this podcast. I ask that you're able to reach the right ears, Lord God. I thank you for the men and the women that put on badges to protect us every single day. Lord God, I ask that you would help them to have that perspective, to not identify so closely with the badge that if something happens, that it, it devastates them and they're not able to move forward, that they they can keep that separation, that they can keep they can wear that authority lightly, that they can do what they do with joy. And Lord God, I truly believe that knowing you that knowing your son as Savior and Lord is the greatest way to keep that perspective. And I ask that you would open that door, that you would bring the peace that, that I have found and, the, and the, the path that I walk, that you'd bring that to the men and women who need it so desperately within our culture because they're there to protect us. Lord God, you know my mission and my passion is to keep the good cops behind badges. And I thank you for that opportunity. I ask that you bless, that you'd guide, you protect every police officer that hears this, uh, this podcast, Lord God that you protect them supernaturally. And I ask for this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, let's do this again. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Beside the Badge podcast. Stay safe out there and be sure to subscribe and share this podcast.